0: This is Richard Deitch, the host of the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Multiple times a week, our podcast will get you interviews with the most notable names in sports media, from broadcasters to dealmakers to people doing great work behind the scenes. Here's Hubie Brown. Anytime that you win an award, it's not just because of the announcer and the analyst, it's always because of the production team. That's the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working.
1: Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show.
0: Very sexy robot.
1: Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga.
0: My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast.
1: Alright, so here we go. Let's do it. It's a Monday. It means it's Monday. Like that's the day after Sunday, right before Tuesday. It's Monday, right, Al. Oh, hi Jerry.
0: Yeah, I had an interesting um, a Saturday evening. So uh, Gina, many years ago, Jerry, in the in the '90s, when she was in her when she was a teenager, and when she was in her very early 20s, she competed in uh, beauty pageants like uh, M- Miss Teen New Jersey, mm-hmm. Miss New Jersey, this sort of thing. So over the years, every now and then, she she helps a female contestant who's running in in a pageant thing like she right. volunteers and helps yep. and there's a girl in belmar who was the uh who was just miss new jersey uh within the miss america pageant she was running for miss dc now she goes to college in georgetown so oh, she's wow. running for miss dc for for miss usa okay so there are two different pageants right there's miss america miss usa Miss America, Jerry, over the years has eliminated the swimsuit competition. All right. Right. They put a lot more emphasis on interview. You know, they're very. Um, the person themselves. They're very PC. So right. you might have a Miss America who is not the typical beauty pageant beauty. Understood. Miss USA, on the other hand, is more old school. They do uh, uh, bikinis, you know, bathing suit competitions, all this sort of thing. So this girl went from uh, being Miss New Jersey. Now she's running was running for Miss DC. So Gina has still been helping uh, this uh, contestant. So Gina wanted to watch and live stream the Miss uh, DC pageant. Okay. So I got to participate and watch. Okay. So uh, on the Saturday evening, it was there were four pageants going on at one time on the stage. There was Miss Teen DC. Miss D.C., Miss Teen Virginia, and Miss Virginia. So it was fun to be able to critique women in front of Gina. And it was, I was allowed to do it.
1: But just you two in the room.
0: It was just me, us two in the room. But I was able to comment on women's butts, chests, overall beauty, and she could say nothing about it. That was the whole point, right? Yes, And there were times, Jerry, when I caught myself and Gina said, you know, that's a teenager. Oh. You know, I'd be like, she's not working out her butt enough, you know, doing that sort of thing. But it was interesting. It was interesting to see uh, who runs for pageants these days. Mm -hmm. Because it is no longer just a beauty pageant. They're called pageants now, Jerry. They're not beauty pageants. Yeah. So there are women up on the stage that you would not think would be in the running for a Miss USA.
1: Well, I did see that the SI swimsuit model uh, issue is yeah. out, I believe. Yes. And it's what we were talking it's about got last no week. it no buzz, by the way. Uh, and I, Yes, and it's, we were discussing this last week. And there's just a complete blend of different women, all shapes, sizes, so good for them, as all they would say. All shapes and sizes.
0: Victoria's Secret, Jerry. Yeah. Is, is, is that what I was thinking of? Was it VS? No, It's both. And what, is it, it, it is both? Right now? both okay. Very recent, right? Right. right. Uh, Victoria's Secret is redoing their whole image to focus on all sorts of bodies. Yeah, yeah. And there are all sorts of bodies out there. We know that. Oh yeah. But I got to think, like for Miss America, there's a big thing about like talent. Right. You have mm-hmm. to have a talent. Right. And, and a Miss USA Yeah, Miss USA does not have this. Miss USA is still like, how do I look in a bikini right. and a tight gown, um, and in athletic wear? Oh, okay. They wear athletic wear also, like which is like
1: spandex shorts and. I got to tell you that I've like, something we yeah. also discussed last week that has become. I mean spandex spandex shorts, shorts and the bra top. Yes, I, my lord, that's an outfit now. It is like we went out. We went no out. No matter friends, your shape
0: or size, Jerry
1: doesn't matter. We went out and said I, that wasn't even the pie. Yes, you're right. We went out with friends Saturday night, and it was a bring-your-own place. And so w- me and my buddy went left to the liquor store while the girls went to make sure we had the table. And we're walking into the liquor store, and a girls walk walking out. I would say around 30, give or take a year or two, probably a little younger than 30, but right around there. In tip-top shape, in black spandex shorts that were short. They weren't down to the thigh, I mean they were short. And a very skimpy black spandex top. Yeah. And a bra top. With era. Okay. Like wow. <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say. hmm It's just it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> it, just... it is. Okay. It is quite ridiculous. And I say all the time, thank God I don't have daughters. And my wife gets mad at me when I say it, but I mean it. I I couldn't. Yeah, would it would be trouble. Oh my God. Poor G's got two of them. Good lord. Yep. What the hell is it going to be like when they're seventeen and
0: eighteen? Oh, I know. This is what I'm saying, Jerry. But I, when I was watching watching this on um, Saturday evening, and I in the beginning they do first they come out in. Um, I'm trying to think what their first outfit might just be like a dress. It's a okay. regular dress. Yeah. Not evening gown. This is like the hey da da da. Mm-hmm. we the girls for Miss DC. Da, da. And I asked around, there were some women on stage. I was like, they've got to be thinking about the bathing suit section of this. Because you're getting in a bikini. Right, sure. And some of them were not in, in bikini... Shape yet. Modeling shape. Yeah. Whereas with Miss America, you know, you got the talent, you got the interviews, you got... So it was just... I was trying to think, like, what would that feel like to be on the stage? And I was wondering, like, if I wanted to... Like, sometimes our bodies... Limit us in things, right? Like, mm-hmm. could I, in this day and age now where you really can't say no to people, could I join a bodybuilding competition? Sure you could. And go on, but I'm not muscular. You're, you're not going to win. But I could, but I can go and...
1: You can participate. I can participate. Can, I'm sure you it. can pay the money and participate. Yeah, of course. And if you show up looking soft and saggy,
0: you'll be the first one cut. <laughs> I that, don't know. But doesn't mean you're not allowed some no reason you can't go, but in fact, but the women that I was watching in this uh, pageant Saturday night, they had all won regional. Right. Well, things. I'm
1: sure that you have to. There are steps to take to get to
0: right. So I'm saying that that there were there were women going to try to become Miss DC, Miss Virginia, in the Miss USA pageant that were not in physical shape. Right, and they won their competitions. I don't know. It's it's weird that you know, like being.
1: Why don't you join up for Mister Universe?
0: Well, that's what I'm saying.
1: I couldn't join up, Mister Universe. Has to I'm be, not there has to be preliminaries.
0: Like that's got right, but 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 the women that were that I was watching won the preliminaries. right? Didn't just participate. Depends in the on what the criteria is. They won them, right? There's one of the criteria is being in a swimsuit. Well, there's got to be other
1: criteria that outweighed it for the judges. I At guess the end so. of the day, some people are still losing. Right. Like I don't the... know why they won and the others lost. Who knows? Like the girl that
0: Gina uh, was coaching. A nice butt, Jerry, muscular, right? Good, sh- like she was in perfect
1: physical shape, right? Sure, I believe it. But you're talking about a competition that's not solely based on how you look physically.
0: I thought the Miss USA was, I knew Miss America had changed their with, situation.
1: With what you're talking about, it is solely based on your strength and your look, right? You know that's like Miss
0: USA. That should be very Miss difficult USA. for you to get to where you're talking about. But you could go to a prelim. But yeah, like why? Why couldn't I join a muscle competition? I think you could. And if they weigh the interview, me, I'm I'm a very good interview. I'm sure maybe I would do. You, I'd probably score a lot of points.
1: I'm sure you could. So go for it. <laughs> like, what are you waiting for? Stop yelling at me.
0: Sign up. They'll take your money very quickly. But at some point, I will have to be shirtless on stage, yes. flexing. Yes, I'm not prepared for that. But. That's on you then. That's what I'm
1: saying. But you could. I guess so. But it does weed out the twerps. The twerps, rather. The twerps, right. The twerps that can't do it, like you and
0: me. Yeah, it does weed out We don't out belong twerps. up there with
1: these guys that, who knows, they look like they're steroided out. I don't know if they are or oh, not. Oh, they definitely are. But. They have to be. HGH and yeah. testosterone and all these different things. You know, here we are trying to live off of uh, oatmeal and sweet potatoes. Right. Not going to get built and strong and built
0: and uh, fit like that. And I was trying to pick out which girls I thought was going to win. Right. It was fun. I got to tell you, it was a fun night, Jerry. Well, good I, for you. I, you know what I kept saying to Gina? First of all, probably a lot of my comments wouldn't have, you know, I was going for jokes. Just for the record,
1: hanging out watching half-naked women on your computer screen was fun. You're kidding. <laughs> why Why would
0: that Why? How would that be fun? And I sat there and go, why... Why are Jerry and I not hosting this? This is what I said to her. Because the people that were hosting were terrible. Oh, I said, "Don't I have a lot of good comments?" You know, during this, she's like, "Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure your comments <laughs> would really be great in this. You're judging women. You know, these are teenagers." The other thing, hey, is, Al, nice ass. <laughs> the other thing, it was impossible to tell who the teenagers were, right? And who the because they all look so old. Yeah. I'm
1: telling you, our friends have girls that are uh, right around 13 now. And if you don't see them for a few weeks, the next time you see them, it's like, what the hell happened to you? Right. 13 looks like seven. It is it is crazy. It really is. So you're telling me some of these girls might be 16, 17, 18 years old. I think even the 15, I think they're oh, allowed. I can see how you can confuse it with a 25-year-old. Yes. I could. I could see that.
0: Yeah. It would make wild. you feel
1: creepy when she said that's a teenager.
0: No, because I was watching a competition. Oh, okay. That's a fair and I idea. was trying to be a judge. That's an honest answer. Trying to be a judge. I felt like I needed a laser pointer to point to the screen and say, what about here? You know, and the girls that I predicted, I'll tell you where I, I, I clearly don't have a pulse. Because I was saying to Gene, I go, listen, if I pick out the winners from early on, if I go, that girl's going to win. I said, I am I get to coach a girl next year. Like, I want. <laughs> I want to be able to coach a a contestant. Okay. And she said, All right. None of the girls I picked one. None. No. So she's clear she doesn't have to worry about your ass. They weren't even top five. Wow. See that? That pissed me off. I hear you. Because I feel like I've got an eye for beauty contestants.
1: Well I I wish you good luck. Why don't you start your own consulting firm? You don't need her.
0: You're right, Jerry. Just start it. They'd be like, well what is your qualifications? I'd be like I I, watch. I watched one Well, I watched the Miss New Jersey ones from two years ago. I watched a lot of those, so I felt like I, you know, there's a whole way you walk when you're in a pageant, chair. I'm sure i sure there is. Pageantry. I watched the
1: show. What was the show? Legally Blonde? Is that what the show was? That was a series? You watched the series or no, the, the movie? movie. Right. Why, wasn't that all yeah, about it the pageant?
0: Uh, that I don't remember.
1: With uh, Murphy Brown? What was her name? Candace, Candace Bergman? Yeah.
0: That was uh, legally I think that blonde? was legally... No, maybe it wasn't Reese Witherspoon blonde. was legally blonde. Yeah, no,
1: that's, I'm thinking Alicia Silverstone. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I forget the name of the movie, but I'll find it before this podcast is over. Before. There was a
0: uh, Seinfeld episode where Kramer was uh, coaching a girl for Miss America. Oh, really? Yeah, because he I felt remember like that one. he could tell her, show her the uh, how to walk, how to show confidence, how to in- ask, in- answer your interview questions. Yeah.
1: It was called... That's not right. Not book club. That's not it.
0: I do like the. Um, I do like that you need a talent in Miss America. Because it's cool to like see girls come out and do sing opera, play the piano, right, juggle, like do something. You want to see them do some Miss Congeniality? Ah, uh, yeah.
1: That's it. I'm sorry, Sandra Bullock. Why am I thinking Alicia Sandra Silverstone? Bullock. Yeah. Because she was the FBI agent. I remember that, but I don't... Hmm, well, whatever. It's miscongeniality. Okay.
0: That's where I learned about beauty pageants. All about beauty pageants? What do you got there? Well, I have another uh, article, completely unrelated. Oh, okay. All right. Because we got the thing about the uh,
1: guy being eaten by the shark, too. Oh, yeah. What was that one? Guy went into the ocean in Brazil to urinate because he was drinking beers.
0: So he's on the ocean enjoying a beach day. He's in Brazil. <laughs> yeah. He goes, let me go into the goes ocean goes into the and ocean urinate. with his buddy. Okay.
1: They go in. To pee together? Well, not next to each other, but they went in. Okay. They were high, thigh, high. Thigh, high. Right, but high, thigh. High, thigh. Right. So it was like right before you. waist. They were going to crotch a little, crouch down a little bit. That's what it sounds like. And he got eaten by a shark.
0: A shark just came up and ate him.
1: A shark came up, ate his, uh, took his hand off, then attacked his leg. They pulled him back to shore, but it was... No good. Do
0: they think it was the warm urine that drew uh, the shark? They
1: they did not say, that they didn't say. But be careful. That's all I'm going to say.
0: Yeah, I don't like when people pee in the ocean. There's a couple things right but now going on that are me. no good. Okay.
1: The the sharks, of course, with the oceans and these amusement parks. You see, Great Adventures having issues this year. They've no. had like three instances. I've seen nothing. Yeah, I've like seen what are
0: the incidents?
1: Issues with the rides. There was a there was also a, one of these uh one of these big fairs in michigan where a ride got off the rails like it's crazy man i'm out i like my feet on the
0: ground me too i always wonder i was always scared about those rides me well especially the ones like the the ones where they come in from out of town well i look at it two different ways so the ones that come in from out of town who knows what's going on right right? but the ones like great adventure that just stay there all year round like we have harsh winters here we do we have harsh summers yeah How, like, what's the breakdown of these items? Like, that's been, like, when a roller coaster has sat in one degree temperatures all winter. Yeah. Do we tune it up before we get going? Well, they do,
1: and I know they run them endlessly before they open the park. And keep in mind, you know, Great Adventure stays open now, like, through the fall. Right. And even into the early part of the winter. And they close for only a few months. Yes. And I believe they even do a holiday like, you can go there around Christmas time. They have it all lit up for Christmas. And then they open up again, I think, in March. So there's not closed very long. But right. yeah, I'll, I'll pass. Yeah, so, I'll yeah, pass. No, that, my too. stuff wasn't good. I'm hoping
0: your story's better. No, that listen, a guy went into the ocean to pee and then got eaten. You got to be careful. Yes. This was just, I, I thought you would like this, Jerry, because you sometimes have trouble sleeping. Yeah. This was well, a doctor's, nice. uh, a UK doctor, Jerry. He's got a... Six step routine for a good night's sleep. Six steps. Six simple too steps. Much. All right. Now these are these are simple things. I want to see if you do these, and and what do you think of okay. those? About. So his very first thing he says is no caffeine after two p.m.
1: Correct. I have always done that.
0: Is that right? Yeah. Always so you won't have like a coffee. No,
1: but you know what's funny about that? This is this is crazy to me. Yeah. Where I tell you it really doesn't matter is on Fridays and Saturdays I always get a late afternoon cup of coffee. Always. No issue. Go right to bed. Yeah. When I go on trips with Rutgers, the one thing I get very excited about, I don't know why, because they always have either Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks brewed coffee in the hotel. Like, I can't wait to put my bags in the room, go down at 8 o'clock for dinner, whether you eat or not. There's always coffee. Man, I love that. And then I pass out an hour later. So that it's weird. But if I do, it's almost like it's psychological. If I do it today at 4 o'clock and then I can't sleep tonight, I'll blame it on the coffee. But I do, for the most part, on work nights. I never drink coffee. After really after nine a.m.
0: Yeah, there's some days like on the weekends. Like if the if I the dog wakes me up at like four, yeah, then I might stay up and have a cup of coffee, watch a little TV, then go back to bed. Then you and pass right out f- for three more hours. Right, exactly. Yeah, right. All right. Uh, no phone before bed. Uh no. I
1: I always check before I go to bed to make sure. I'm not missing something, or I know what I'm waking up to.
0: That that uh, they do they do say though that the screen, like looking at the screen, sure. recharges, stimulates you. your eyes, stimulates your I eyes. I don't look at it
1: long, yeah, but I scroll through Twitter for probably
0: 60 seconds before I go to bed. Before that bed. is true, yes, I do. Okay, well, this could be keeping you up, Jerry. Maybe this says 20 minutes before bed. Okay. No, no, uh no looking at the screen. Okay, uh, the doctor has a process he says in which he can get you to fall asleep in two minutes. You relax all of your facial muscles, then leg muscles. How do you do that? If you have worries in your mind, like like things oh, running through your mind, Jerry. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Start humming. Hum. Write
0: them down to get them off your mind. I do write everything down. Before trying to fall asleep. So okay. you lay down, you write down everything you, you think you're going to think about before you go to sleep. You you consciously relax your face muscles, Jerry. The leg
1: muscles. I will tell you, when I had my heart issue, Mm -hmm. the cardiologist asked me to keep a log every day. Is that right? Said write for three minutes every night. About anything? So about your day, about any issues you have. Really? Yes. It was like keeping a diary. How did that go? It went for. I did it for like six months, and then I got bored. Really? I mean, I well, because I was seeing him. I was going to see him every two weeks, so he would ask me, "How's the uh, journal going?" Uh, It's fine. Are you really doing it? Yes, I'm. Again, I wasn't gonna fool around. My he, he tells me to do this, I'm gonna do this. I probably did it for six months, and then I was like, "What am I doing? I don't know if it helped or not." I think once I stopped hosting with Boomer, I was good, and that has nothing to do with Boomer. It just had to do with the grind of every day.
0: That's where you're having
1: heart issues from. Uh that's when it started. Yes, and so and then I, when you stopped hosting every day, the heart issues. That's went away. when it stopped. Interesting. Ironically enough, I think I was so stressed out. I'm not doing it once in a while. Doing it every single day, like I did, yeah. And it stopped once I stopped. It stopped. How long did you do that for? Um. Well, Craig got arrested September what? September eighth or something. Something like that. Yeah. And then I did it through December.
0: Wow, three months.
1: Yeah. Now there were people that came in. Like G came in for two days here. There were people that came in, but I did a not a lot. Yeah, I did a lot of full weeks.
0: That is true. Yeah. It almost killed you, this job.
1: (laughs) No, it did I did go to the hospital, though, Right, as you remember. Right, because you were having heart troubles. That's right. And then Greg worked the next
0: morning. Oh, right. Forgot about that. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Blackout curtains, the doctor suggests, Jerry. Sure. Uh, Optimal temperature. What do you think that studies have shown that there is an optimal temperature for the room in which you're going to sleep in? 72 degrees. 66. 66? Yeah. That seems cold. That does seem very clo- cold.
1: Yeah, I like the room at 72. 72? Wow.
0: Yeah. I like 71.
1: That's fine. I'm, I'd, go, I'd be good with that. I said, because we have, we have the central air in the house, and it's good upstairs, much better upstairs in this house than my last house, but it's not perfect. Right, downstairs is always where the action is. Right, so I do have one of those single freestanding ones. Love it. In the bedroom. I put it to seventy two within five minutes of room seventy two. Does do you have to vent that out the window? That one, yes.
0: But it's it's not out the window. But it's not it a can, it's not a window unit.
1: No, no, no. It's it's literally like a, a a one by three piece that goes into your window. You close the window, the screen stays down. It's perfect. Really very easy.
0: Oh, nice. You got a little tube
1: that runs to the window. Yeah. They're small. They don't take up a ton of space. Really good, actually.
0: You would recommend that.
1: Oh, I love those. Yeah.
0: And the doctor, finally, Jerry, the doctor says, uh, have a physical alarm clock. Yeah. It's harder to click off than your phone. I don't know if I oh, believe that. Oh, I see.
1: That. Wait, I don't, what's the point of falling asleep
0: then? No, he's saying, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> all right, because the whole idea was to fall asleep. This was a six-step routine for a good night's sleep. Step six, physical alarm clock. This maybe. Makes it,
1: all right, how about this? How about you don't stress out about it, missing the alarm? Maybe. And it makes you get up to turn it off, and you're gonna get yeah, up. Yeah, that was
0: a bad job by them.
1: That's a weird one. I only use my phone now. I don't Me even, too. I don't even use the uh, alarm clock as a backup anymore. I used to. I don't anymore.
0: Yeah, I, I same way. I used to
1: use the backup. Think about two things you thought would never go away: an alarm clock. Well, three things. Well, a lot of things, but an alarm clock, alarm clock, a house phone, correct. And Garmin. I always thought a Garmin GPS thing in the car. I'm like, what yeah. a great invention. This will never go anywhere. <laughs> And now the
0: phone is basically taking up everything. Everything. Yeah, it really is something. The phone does everything. Gary. Yeah, who knew? All right, let's do the warm up show. All right. It is next. Still. So- I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on, and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, well, we'll try
1: hard today on a Monday. It is a couple of minutes after 5 o'clock. Here we go, the warm-up show until 6. Boomer NGO then. We've got the Eddie Scazzeri along the way for the ride, and across from me is Al Michael Dukes. What's up, dude? Oh,
0: Good morning, Jerry. Uh, it seems like every Monday when we come in here, we have some sort of stories about uh, fans. Getting in the mix with uh, ball games, whether they be basketball games, baseball games. And we had it again this weekend. Fans getting in the mix, Jerry. Fans throwing a baseball at a uh, uh, Red Sox outfielder. And
1: now that uh, the fan's been banned from every major league park. Good luck trying to figure that one out. But yeah. yes, at least they tried to do something.
0: I want to know how that works. I know everyone always uh, brings that up where like a fan gets banned Let's say he gets banned just from Yankee Stadium. That seems hard enough. Yeah, sure. But now you're saying he's banned from every ballpark?
1: Well, I would think, and I don't know this, but and I didn't read the story on how the ban goes into effect. I would think the first thing you do is you alert things like Ticketmaster and StubHub not allowed to buy tickets. Now, in terms of him getting into a park with another ticket, hmm. facial recognition is the only way to do that. I know the Garden has that. I don't know about these stadiums.
0: I bet the stadiums. I bet nothing happens. I bet, I bet that guy could get into a stadium tonight if he wanted to.
1: Well, I mean, you get 50,000 people in certain parks. Exactly. It would be very difficult to figure it out unless you have the facial recognition. Other than that, I don't know how you do it.
0: If I was that guy, I would make it my mission now to go to every ballpark and take a photo there. <laughs> right in face. I am in Baltimore. <laughs> Try to ban me. I guess you could do that. These but. arenas, these, these stadiums don't have face recognition the garden software. Does. The garden does. Matt, I actually know for
1: a fact the guard does. Is that those. right? Yes,
0: and it scans everybody's face who's walking in.
1: I don't understand how it works. Yeah, me neither. But I do know that they have it.
0: Hmm. That'd be so great. Like you banned, you can't come in here. You could come in, but your friend here banned. You got to get out. Get out, you banned. Yeah, it was a weird weekend with that stuff. The stuff in,
1: in Washington. It was a very odd
0: weekend. A very strange weekend. So the thing that happened in Yankee Stadium. This was a Saturday, right? Yeah. So uh, the outfielder, Alex Verdugo, Alex Verdugo threw a, a ball into the stands for a fan, for a child, for the children, Jerry. And of course, some l- lunatic adult caught it. And then when uh, this Alex fellow turned his back, he threw the ball back at him and hit him in the back. Whoop. Oh, my back. And now you banned. We don't know who he is though yet. Stupidity. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't seen his name. Yeah, I'm not saying either. it's not
1: out there, but I haven't seen it. I
0: yet. need his name, Jerry. I need his face. Here's the problem with that. I need to keep that, him though. banned.
1: You know what the problem is? Then he gets. Then he gets like publicity. Yes. And he becomes known, and then he. It's almost like inviting other people to do it.
0: Like, do you want to be known as well? Being a uh, an outfielder in the back with a baseball. The whole thing really is silly. I bet he. Let's try to describe what he looks like. I bet he has a beard. You think he's got a beard? Yeah, seems like a guy with a. I think he beard. was drunk. That's what
1: I think. The guy is drunk. Yes, like Kevin Harlan would once say. Yeah, uh, beard. All right, I'll go bald instead. Bald. I'm going to say bald you? with glasses. What? I'm going to say a little scruff on his face Jerry, and he likes the replacements.
0: That's re- you're describing me. Oh, I did not throw sorry. a baseball at a Red Sox <laughs> My bad.
1: You're right cuz first things first, you have to actually be
0: at the game to do that. So Jerry, that's out. I would love to go to games, but they ban me. <laughs> I'm banned. That would be a great excuse. I'd love to go, but I'm banned. I have an idea for you.
1: I you know what? I What's just that? had an idea for you. I think what you should do this weekend. Yeah. You live down the Jersey Shore. I do. I need you to go find a fishing boat or a party boat. Okay. Throw baseballs at the
0: fish, okay. get banned by all boats in the northeast. Then I can't go to the boat parade. Bam. There you go. That's my way out, Jerry. <laughs> That's my way out from a long commute.
1: <laughs> well, you still gotta go do the show. Oh, but do the show, But you're not allowed on I'm the banned.
0: boat. You're banned. Right. You're banned from all boats, you're banned from all, <laughs> all ballparks, you're banned from ever holding a baseball ever again. That's it. You're banned from having drinks when you go out because you you're not. You're welcome. Your own- you banned. <laughs> yeah. And
1: but then last night in the seventh inning, oh, you got yeah. them flashing lights from. And I don't even know if we figured that out. A couple of things that were interesting to me about that. So the, I think it was LeMay who was hitting, and Christian Vasquez tells the umpire, he basically says, you know, something coming from. And the umpire didn't see it. So next pitch, it happens again. Vasquez tells the ump, the ump stops the game. Not that long, but for, for four minutes, five minutes, something like that. And so, with what happened in Washington, with guys are throwing baseballs at players in that series, they do the right thing. They try and figure out. That's fine. But I love the I love how as they're discussing it, you got Vascursion, you got uh, a Rod, and I'm is it Buster Olney? I guess it was Buster Olney. And they say, well, you know, huh, back in the day, you know, the White Sox were accused of doing that once, and of course, the Giants and the Polo Grounds back in 1951, ha ha ha, as they were relaying signs to the batters, ha, ha of course. That's fine, but let's rake the Astros through the coals.
0: Right. And that was like a joke. So it was what, like a bright light that I don't, the, you know, the catcher saw in the outfield? He saw a the way I light? saw
1: it described, like a laser flash. A laser. Yeah, and that's that's freaky.
0: And then uh, I heard Aaron Boone say that Gary Sanchez saw the same thing. Yeah. So I guess that was his way of saying we're not flashing lights to our hitters. I guess so. What if it was aliens? See, I wasn't even thinking that. About space aliens? It
1: could have been aliens. I suppose it could have been aliens. I, I doubt it because I don't really believe in aliens. Not yet. Eddie does. I know he does. And that's fine. Um, and I'm not saying they don't exist. I just I don't believe it to exist. Um, I To me, I was more thinking of the safety of it more so than balls and strikes and stuff like that. I, I wasn't even thinking that. Even when they talked about it, I wasn't going there. I thought it was more about, hey, don't, is this is a safe situation. So, turned out they finished the game, everything was fine.
0: If it is aliens, ban them from the ballparks. You banned. That's what I say. Yeah. But Martians, they,
1: you banned. Then they might eat you or just, like, take your body Martians? up to space. It's possible. How would you know? You don't even know what a, what a Martian
0: looks like. Yeah, we do, It's not kazoo. They have have big heads with those gigantic eyeballs. How do you know? And they wear silver outfits. What if they look like the ones from
1: Independence Day?
0: No, because the aliens have been looking the same since the caveman days. The cavemen have been drawing these aliens way back in the day. Uh, Paintings from the Renaissance era have uh, uh, UFOs in them. Uh, We've known these UFOs and these aliens look exactly like we think they do. They've got the, the silver heads, the big eyes. Hmm. And i love them all banned from all ballparks. All right. Face recognition software. No aliens. No aliens and no dudes throwing balls at players. There you go. I think we got it covered. Then the Yankee game Saturday, Jerry. That was more chaos. That game was called after six innings. A lot of rain. There was a lot of rain. Yeah. The game was 52 minutes late to begin with because of weather. Then there were four more delays for replay reviews and another delay when the nump got hit with a fastball. Right in the face. Yeah, right off his face mask. That's scary. A, fa- a fastball off the face mask? Sure. Did he? Br- but it that stops him? That mask stops him from getting in a broken face.
1: It does, but you get concussed, and you still feel it, right? Oh, I mean, the ball's coming anywhere 96, from. Six, they said. I was going to say anywhere from ninety to one hundred miles an hour. I mean, that is jarring. Have you ever been hit? Did you ever catch in little league when you couldn't play? No. You never caught. So you ever put the gear on? I did put the gear on. You ever get hit? No. It's, I'll tell you, it can really shake you. Yeah, and that's now, why I
0: didn't want to, want to do it, because I yeah, knew it well, would shake
1: me. I mean, sure. I Maybe. know I'm a weak
0: man, Jerry. Okay. That
1: having been said, I mean, an umpire is back there. I mean, he's protected, but not really. You know, I mean, yes, he didn't break his face, but he could be out a week. Who knows? Well, it's like that,
0: like you said, yeah, with catchers. Like, a catcher takes a foul ball off the face mask. Yeah. That could hurt, Jerry. Of course it does. That could cause a concussion. That could cause a neck sprain. I mean, baseball players are so fragile, it could kill a guy.
1: I don't know if it's going to kill a yeah. guy, and I know where you're going with that, but I don't think it's going to kill a guy. In this
0: day and age, Jerry, you never know with baseball players. One
1: other thing before you get to where I think you're going to go, because it uh, surrounds the Yankees and Red Sox. All right. Did you see the story about Garrett Cole at the All-Star Game? What did he do? So J- uh, so J.D. Martinez is there, and he's with, you know, at the All-Star Game, of course, um. well, I guess it's Xander Bogarts and Raphael Devers, I think, are the two that tried to talk to Cole at the All-Star game. And it's Martinez that's relaying the story. I think he's telling in the video, I think it's, he's telling Vlad Guerrero Jr. and Teoscar, I forget his last name, uh, of the Blue Jays, um, how Cole wouldn't shut off the whole Yankee-Red Sox rivalry, completely ignored them. They I tried like to it. say hello. They tried to talk to him. Head down, nothing.
0: One, nothing to do with those. So punks. that's old school. That's yeah, like something that Boomer
1: will appreciate. I love that.
0: Yeah. You don't fraternize with the Boston uh, Red Sox. No,
1: and he didn't. I think it was John Boy that had the video. Yeah. It's in Spanish and they break it down um, what they were talking about. And it was all about Cole and his just don't talk to me. And
0: like, you're a Red Sox. <laughs> that's awesome. I liked, I watched the John Boy breakdown of the Marcus Stroman battle with the Pirates. Mm-hmm. of Friday night, I think that one was. Yeah, John Nagowski. Yeah. And John Boy had uh, the video where he was showing what they were saying to each other. Filthy mouths on these uh, baseball players, You're kidding, really? Yeah. Why don't they just square up and have a fist fight? Neither one of them really wants to fight.
1: It it rarely, I shouldn't say never, it rarely happens.
0: Yeah, and as uh, I think John Boy pointed out, uh, Strumlin went right behind. No, I saw saw Big Cat from Barstool that... uh, Strowman went right behind his catcher immediately. Right. And then they're, he's yelling at him while, uh, what's the guy's name, Nogoskowski? John Nagowski. John Nagowski was playing first base. Yes. They're jawing at each other. Strowman just run out there then. I agree. If not, shut your mouth. No, they like to talk. They like, And
1: then, of course, the guys from the bullpen come sauntering in to do yeah, nothing.
0: They do nothing. Right. Why doesn't the bullpen just fight each other out in the bullpen and they don't have to come I suppose in. you could do that. Just start throwing haymakers. Although it's really not their fight. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so why come goofy. out? I, I don't know. Show of force, Jerry. Support, of support, I
1: suppose. I don't know. It's goofy to me. It is stupid. Yeah. And it's, it's funny to me. fight, fight. You know what's interesting, too, is you see it in football, and you, I'm rather, I'm sorry, hockey and in basketball, where there are rules about the extra guys that come in. And there are harsh rules. You get penalized. And baseball is never, like, why not just say, if you leave the dugout or you leave the bullpen, you're suspended for a week. All that nonsense, because nothing ever happens anyway, right. all of that goes away. No one's going to leave the bullpen or the dugout, and it'll be left up to the two guys and the people on the field jawing back and forth. I guess you could say, well, there's nine guys on the field, I suppose. but
0: They should do it like hockey fights. Let the two guys square off and fight, and when there's right. a chance to get in and break it up for safety, yeah, that's what you do. I'm
1: pretty sure they don't want the fight on the field. They don't? I don't think they do, although it would be tremendous drama.
0: Nagasaki should have just
1: Nagowski charged the dugout. You're confusing him with the uh, the building in Die Hard. Nagasaki, (laughs) is that what it was? Yeah, I
0: think so. (laughs) You're all confused. (laughs) I get very confused, Jerry. (laughs) All these fans going crazy. Yes, Jerry. We come back. Let's talk about the Mets situation. Oh, we can. I figured you were going
1: to go there when you were talking about uh, players and blah 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 blah. All right, so let's take a quick break. First segment done. We got more to do. And then Boomer and Geo, it is an action-packed Monday right here on The Fan.
0: Al and Jerry, us talk, more rock. All
1: right, 20 after 5, what do you say? It is a Monday morning for you. The warm-up show until 6 as we hit on all topics. We did the first segment largely on the Yankees and Red Sox. The Yankees won two out of three over the weekend, so not bad for them. Still seven games out, but at least they didn't win the series. The Mets, I, they stink, and I know they won yesterday, but they lost two out of three in Pittsburgh. I mean... Ugh! And then your boy Edwin Diaz. Oh my
0: lord! On Saturday night, good grief. Though. Edwin Diaz blew the game Saturday night. You had Taiwan Walker, whatever he was doing um, What was that Saturday? Uh, it was yesterday. Yesterday? Yeah. Oh my gosh, these weekend days run together, Jerry. Oh, yeah, they had a day game yesterday.
1: Saturday, they blew the big lead. Yesterday, they came back from a big deficit. They
0: were down 6 nothing In the first
1: inning. In the first inning. Yes, that was when Walker thought the ball was foul, swiped it away, gets into it with any umpire, was actually right. It was a fair ball. And him. You know, it was good to see, though. Did you see any of this? I did. I thought Rojas flipping out, right or wrong, I thought it was good to see because for the most part, I think Met fans have wanted to see that.
0: And I don't know. It was a fiery side of him that we hadn't seen like really all year. But it's weird when when a guy gets fiery just to get fiery when you know he's in the wrong. It's silly.
1: But I don't think that I honestly don't think they thought they were in the wrong. I I see. I think the umpire was right for sure. But I think we had first of all, especially on TV, we have the benefit of the camera right down the line that shows it. Now think of your Taiwan Walker. You're coming off the field towards the ball that's on the opposite side of the foul line. It's just barely grazing the foul. I guarantee you, he thought that was a foul ball, and I'm sure Rojas. Thought the
0: same thing. So it was bases loaded, a dribbler, a dribbler down the third base line, yes. which Taiwan Walker thought the ball was foul, and for whatever reason runs over there and tries to scoop it up. I, no,
1: no, he he was no, he wasn't scooping it up. He was batting it to touch it to, to kill the play foul ball. That's what you're taught. A dribble because you have no play. The play's why dead. are you
0: taught to because uh, to- what do you
1: because otherwise run scores. You want to touch the ball in foul territory so you can go to the next pitch. Otherwise, run scores its infield single.
0: If it comes back into play, no, 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 no. It, right? Yes, because if like it comes if a back into play, goes foul and stays on the other side of right. the line, it's a dead ball. Which so is what? No, it's not would... a
1: dead ball until you touch it. That's why he swiped it out to touch it to make sure it was a foul ball, so it did not come back into play, like you're saying. But if it dies there, then it's a foul ball. It's got to die there, though. Yes, the ball is still moving. But he went running over to it like. Yeah, to it get just, it out because they had no play. You want it to be a foul ball because you don't want to just give up a
0: crappy run like that. Instead, you get it wrong and give up three crappy runs. Right. So he sh- tries to swipe it away. Right. Boots it. They call it a fair ball. And instead of going after the ball, he argues with the ump.
1: Right. Well, at first, before he argues, so at first, before he argues with the ump, he was walking back like it was a foul ball. Then when he realized they called it fair, he sprinted to the ball and then went right to the umpire.
0: Yeah, but it just seemed like he was more. Interested he was more into in the umpire, arguing with the umpire. Yeah. There's a foul ball in his mind. He was wrong. They should have lost that game because of that, but they came back down six nothing.
1: You know what? Things have a way of evening things out because they should have
0: never lost the game on Saturday. All Honest, right, so we honestly.
1: break it. So we call it even. I will call it even.
0: Yes. Now they play uh, in Cincinnati tonight. Reds are good too. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. <laughs> Shocking, right? Someone <laughs> named Vladimir Gutierrez. Yeah. You see the way I say that, Jerry.
1: Yes, very average.
0: Pretty much average like pitcher that's pitching for the Mets. Jared Eichhoff. correct. Both ERAs in the fours. Mm. Jerry, when Jared Eikhoff and Vladimir Gutierrez get together, we throw out the records. This is a, <laughs> a battle for the ages. All right, I'll give you a quick over under. Over under. All right, Jerry. Do either of these pitchers
1: go over five and two thirds no. innings tonight?
0: No. No, okay.
1: under. Both. <laughs> you're taking the on both of them. You're taking the under. Both of these clowns, Jerry. I think I would probably agree with you.
0: And reasons I hate baseball. <laughs> everything. De, yeah, yeah, everything. <laughs> Jacob DeGrom to the IL. Yeah, with tightness in his right forearm. And then Lindor is on the IL with an oblique strain, which could be God knows how. Those oblique strains, man. That's what I heard Keith Hernandez saying. Oh, when they were showing the, when they were showing the slow motion of him. Yeah. Fouling a ball off. or Did he foul ball off or hit a ball? I know he... The swing, but the
1: thing that concerns you is the oblique sometimes can be something that's 10 days and can be two months. You have no idea. You really don't. Now, I know with with Lindor, they haven't, you know, he's batting 220 or whatever it is. It's not like they're losing a 400 hitter. But he has been great at shortstop. He
0: really has. I don't even know where the oblique is. Isn't the oblique under Under your your armpit? I thought it was under your armpit. I thought it was here. Wrestlers get their obliques hurt all the time. They still fight.
1: Yeah, well, they're wrestlers. Hockey players, I'm sure, would play with an oblique as well. I'd go right
0: to the oblique if I was a wrestler. I'd attack my opponent's you oblique. Will go anywhere the guy is injured. Yeah, if it's like wrestling. If, a... if it's football, it doesn't. You would, if you were pitching, you'd throw at the oblique. Oh my gosh, Jerry! If I was pitching against Lindor when he comes back, I'd hit him right in the oblique. Think an umpire can ump with an or- with an oblique injury? Uh, yes. I guess they'll make ump the call. Though. Yeah, still got to make the call. All right, right-handed call ump. Yeah, right side oblique. No, you got to go lefty then. I with he's going out there. Oh, you, you got to turn. Oh, the oblique. Mm. And this Jacob Degrom, I'm not. I'm sick of him already. I I get it. Sick, I can't argue with sick, you. Sick, sick. nothing's wrong with you. Now you I will did say the this: tests.
1: if something comes out that something is wrong with him, someone needs to be fired. Because this is like the fourth. time. I mean, it's yeah, ridiculous. Just
0: like get out there and throw the ball.
1: Yeah. Well, he's not going God. to for a couple weeks.
0: My oblique. My forearm. God Almighty, Jerry! I can't take it anymore. I read these Mets. It's a good thing you don't watch. Stupid! This is why I can't watch.
1: Like, could you imagine how upset you'd be if you were actually invested in
0: every game? No, this is why. This is why I stopped investing in every game. Right. I hear you. A couple things really pissed me off: salaries, which I know everyone says who cares. I care, and nonstop injuries for no reason. Yeah, it's a lot of them. It's boring. It's a lot of them. Pitch.
1: And here's the other thing, too. You don't even play four every five games. Right. (laughs) Think about that.
0: (laughs) The guy got the longest rest ever before the All-Star game, at the All-Star game.
1: You know what was interesting was Luis Rojas was on with uh, Carton and Roberts on Friday at 5 o'clock. And they were asking about, like, Evan could not believe that DeGrom wasn't pitching Friday or Saturday. And then when Rojas is like, I think Rojas told him he wasn't pitching in the series. Evan couldn't believe it. And then what made it worse was that he wasn't even in Pittsburgh at the time of the interview, and Evan's like, "Where is he? Yeah, <laughs> like, why Where is he not he? here?" So yeah, it was, it was an interesting interview. Evan I'm, almost lost it with the manager.
0: I'm trying to think like in 1980s baseball, which I bring everything back to Jerry. Yes. I know I do this. All right, in 1980s baseball, maybe we just didn't get all the information, we and it didn't. wasn't nonstop. That is true, but like. Did Doc Gooden miss multiple games for drug use? He did. Yeah, he had drug issues. You remember that? Remember with Craig? Oh yeah, no, and, uh, I know. I, yes, but I'm saying okay, injuries. Let's see. Let's take drugs off the table. Jerry. Uh, I don't drugs know for don't injuries.
1: I I, hmm, I don't remember. Let's see. I'm going to try and find that for you though. But I'm like, with you Doc that most. Like,
0: Oh, Doc Gooden's forearm hurts.
1: Most of these guys made their 35
0: starts a year. They, yes. It's 100% true. Stop it already. Doc Gooden was doing drugs and was able to pitch. All right, so here we go. Mm. I'm talking about Jerry. You know Doc what I'm saying? Gooden.
1: Here's, Doc Gooden. Here are Doc Gooden's game starts, all right? Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Men were men, Jerry. Was 85
0: that was the big year? 85. Yes,
1: 85 was the big year when he was 24 and 4, ERA of 1.53.
0: Take that, Jacob DeGrom. He's the greatest pitcher ever. No, he's not. He's not even the best pitcher the Mets ever had. Doc Gooden Uh, is.
1: No, he wasn't. Doc Gooden was not the greatest pitcher the Mets ever had. Doc Gooden had one of the greatest years of a Mets pitcher ever, but not the best pitcher the Mets ever had. He's not a wuss. 35 starts in 85, 33 in 86. 25 and 87. And I think that I think that was drug related. I think, but I could be wrong about that. Only 19 starts in 89. Mm, came back with 34 starts in 90. Yes. 27 starts in 91. So we certainly missed a few there. Uh, 29, uh, so 31 and 92. See, so I, I would say just looking at this, especially if I'm right about 87, which is not, I don't believe was injury related. I do believe that was drug related. He was 32. Two-plus starts in one, two, three, four, five of his first seven seasons. One, I believe, was drug-related, so five of six, let's say. All right. Um, and then towards the latter part of his career with the Mets, he kind of fell off a little bit, 27, 29. 94, only seven starts. So that What's was the What's DeGrom doing? Here. How many starts is he getting here? Seven? Uh, no, oh, he's, my getting, he's getting more than seven. Let's see if oh, I get Oh, my to, rotator cuff. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, my groin. Uh, I don't think he's had groin. Hold on. God. That could still happen, by the way. All right. So Jacob get DeGrom now. As we know, he's had Tommy John surgery already. So game starts for DeGrom by a year. Um, I'll pick it up from 2015, 30, 24, 31, 32, 32. Not as bad as What's I thought it was. What's this year? This year is 15 so far. Ugh. So he was on pace. I believe Evans said going into the weekend with the Bucks, there were 19 opportunities in the rotation for him to start, which would have put him at 34. But now, I don't know what it's going to be. He's only made 15 starts so far.
0: Bring Doc Gooden back, Jerry. That's what I want. You could do that. I don't know that that would work Get out him so on well the mound. Right now. He won't complain Get about his here. forearm. Get him here. Give me an 80s pitcher it's- that you liked. Just
1: pick an 80s pitcher.
0: All right, Jerry. Give me uh, Jack Morris.
1: Oh, Jack Morris pitched oh. 10 innings in a freaking playoff game, for oh, God's sake. Oh,
0: I guess he didn't count. Uh, no, 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 no. Jack Morris, no, no, no. Jerry.
1: I'm, I, I'm, now, I'm before Pas- I look, I'll give you one, Jerry. Okay, Pascal Perez. Give
0: me Pascal Perez. Where did you pull that name out? Because of? that guy used to be trouble for the Mets. That's pretty that good. Punk.
1: All right, Pascal Perez. I'm going to pull up his game starts. He's a
0: badass, too, Jerry. All right, you ready? messed with him, and he was thin.
1: Mm, not so great, actually. What? So, Perez, and I'll pick it up in 81. All right. 17 starts, 11 starts, 33 and 83. Oh,
0: he crushed it in 83. 30
1: and 84. Yep. Wow, in 1985. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> 22 starts. He was one in thirteen. <laughs>
0: That's <laughs> with, my main man, with Pascal the, Perez, with an ERA of six point one four. No, Jerry's probably injured and won, didn't wuss out. Uh,
1: in nineteen eighty seven, he made ten starts. He was seven and zero though. In nineteen eighty seven, let's
0: go back to my Jack Morris take instead. <laughs> That's he, probably better. Boy, he
1: stunk. huh? <laughs> That's pretty funny, Jack Morris. There, Jerry. All right, I'm gonna uh, now before looking at this. Yeah. I'm going to say he had 30-plus starts in 90% of his seasons.
0: I'm going to say, Jerry, he started 81 games. Every other game he was He didn't out start there. 81 games. Throwing relax. complete games. All right, you ready? Like Here we man. go.
1: Here we go. Starting in 1978. Uh, <laughs> 78. No, let's start in 79 when he's really a starting pitcher. All right. 27 starts. You like this one. 36 starts in yeah. 1980. 25 and 81. Uh, 37 and 82. 37 and 83. 35 and 84. 35, 35, yeah. 34, 34. Man, now he gets into his 30s. Now he's 34 years old, only 24 starts in 89. He comes right back in 1990, 36 starts. Yeah. I mean, well, 35 De- starts in 91 and 34 in 92. you fo- by the way, DeGrom, your forearm should
0: be tight. You're throwing a baseball.
1: 102 miles an yes, hour on top of it.
0: That's part of it. Wow. You rest all off season. How you about rested this? for the All-Star game.
1: Jack Morris in 1983. Talk about how baseball has really changed. And this is 1983, not 1933. Correct, Jerry. How many innings do you think you the threw? The
0: golden era of baseball. Now,
1: I'll give you 37 starts in, ni- in 83. Yeah. How many innings do you think he threw?
0: I have no, I don't, I have no, no.
1: Well, right now, if you throw 200 innings in a season, it's like, wow, he threw 200 oh, innings. Okay, 293 innings. Right, his record was 20 and 13, which yeah. means he was the pitcher of record in 33 of 37 games. He, which tells me he pitched probably eight innings a game.
0: He probably didn't even uh, make the All Star team that year. That's when that's when baseball players are baseball players. The 1980s, Jerry. No, I, think I would did. put I think, every. Pretty sure he did every. 1980s team up against these wuss players from today. He did not make the All-Star Game in 83. Exactly. He made it in 84. He only had 20 wins. <laughs> like, we're, not, we're not even interested in you. You're average. He made
1: it. He did make it in 84, though. So 83 was the 293 innings. 84. He was 19 and 11. He made the All-Star Game. But no worries, so. Jerry. Jerry. Jacob DeGrom is
0: frustrated. He's um, just like us, Jerry, frustrated. Yeah, my Go fans pitch. are frustrated, no doubt. All
1: right, we're going to take a break. Sick it is him. 534, Boomer He's and Gio. He's like Geo. Noah
0: Syndergaard. Go away then.
1: You almost forget about him, don't you? Yeah, of course you do. It really is something. Don't Hi, break. I'm Jacob DeGrom. But then again, Seth Myers had him on, so we remember right. him again. Uh, quick break, halfway home, Boomer and Geo at the top, warm-up show. till then on The Fan. That
0: you tried Al to date, Jerry. but a year of making a she wanted you to you wait. Gym.
1: Let me tell you a story of my situation. I, died, I was talking to you. Yeah, I was sad about this. You like my, uh, that that my high school years. I wanted
0: to know how to play this on the piano. Maybe you'll we'll do a tribute later this afternoon him, Jerry, and for Whimsy.
1: I in the like, who are you doing the tribute for? So Big Marquis. I know, but no, I who's got, gonna I hear it? it? I put it on social media. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, did you say digital? <laughs> He was only 57 Yeah, diabetes I think He uh, had complications though That is really scary This guy was fun You, like me Jerry, fun Oh yeah,
1: I mean that's what I think of when I think of you
0: Yeah, I think I'm do that later today Let's make a note in my phone What else are you doing? Uh, Put a note I'm in your busy. phone? <laughs> well, Alright, it's Monday You're
1: yeah. going to go to Stop and Shop I am What else? Well, that's enough. <laughs> Plus,
0: I worked all day. You,
1: you got what I need when you say I'm just a guy, on, when you say I'm just a guy. Oh, baby, you, you got what I need when you say I'm just a guy, when you say I'm just a guy. Well, now, what year was that? 2015. Wow, oh, six it years could, ago, Jerry. Not, not bad. I have no recollection of that. Wow. Well, very sad that he is. He has left I, us. I don't
0: know any of his other songs. He's Nor got do a I. A song called "Vapors" is his second most popular. did I didn't no- know he was from Jersey too. I didn't know that either. Yeah, I read that. All the great musicians: Bruce Springsteen, Frank Sinatra, Biz Marquis, They all come from New Jersey. Jerry. I actually
1: had an, uh, no, I would say an argument, a disagreement with my wife. On Saturday, we were out with friends, and I mentioned Bruce Springsteen and how we went to a Bruce Springsteen concert once. But before I could tell the story, she goes, I don't know who you were with, but I never saw a Bruce Uh Springsteen concert. I'm like, except for the time that you went to the Bruce Springsteen concert with me. Long story short, she was so defiant that she never went to a Bruce concert. I realized on Sunday morning, I can check my email. Just search Springsteen. Emails came up. We went in 2009 at giant stadium. tour. Yep, giant stadium. And in the uh, email chain was an email from her also thanking our friend for the invite. Nice. So Look I sent that. that right back to her. and She Look goes, at that. wow, I guess I saw Bruce. It was really right. memorable.
0: <laughs> How dare you people. I do
1: remember it was a, it was a rainy night. We left halfway through because we were soaked.
0: Is that right? Yeah, I
1: do remember that. Yeah, it was a lousy night. Mm-hmm. I would have stayed in the rain. Of course you would have. I would not.
0: Bismarcky had another song called "Nobody Beats the Biz." That's funny. Then how about this one, Jerry? See if he. This is a song you think you might like. Uh, "Picking Boogers" is the name of a song. Then he had another song called "Pancakes and Syrup." I think I know that. So one. He's got some good stuff. You don't know any of them. Well, I know uh, just a friend. Right. I think "Pancakes and Syrup" you might know, and uh, the boogers song sounds good. All right. You've never heard it before. just by the name "Picking Boogers" is a great heard title. Of it. No chance. Great title for a song. Yeah. Uh, well, let's see, Jerry. Remember we talked uh, the end of last week about the, the that uh, pro football something or other went back and looked at the sacks. Yeah. Pre 1982. And they got like, the numbers. They got the numbers, and Deacon Jones was killing it. And, a and this I don't people. understand. But now the the NFL says they do not plan to make that official. I wonder why. I don't know. That, to me, doesn't make much sense. Because they want Michael Strahan to have that Fugazi sack record. That's why.
1: Uh, Yeah, I guess. I Just to me, if you've got it and you've got the footage. Yes. And it was done the right way. And I'm sure you could get someone to confirm what they've done. Why would you not acknowledge it?
0: Give Deacon Jones. His due. Give Al Bubba Baker, the man who's dominating the world with ribs now. Yeah. Give him his sack due. I agree. I agree. Sacks, Jerry. I want to know how many sacks Harvey Martin had. Yes. Tally it up. Right, I agree. Go back and watch all the games, Jerry. Kind tally of silly that up. Kind of silly. And uh, Colts owner, Jim Irsay. I think this is really cool. He bought a, a piano that was used for decades by Elton John on tour. He paid $915,000. Less money than I thought it would be. Same here. I thought it would have been in the millions. Yes. I mean, this is Elton John, John piano. right. Like a, a regular... Like, I've been to the Steinway store. I think one of the... One of the um, Super Bowls we went to it was either Arizona or San I Francisco. I think Houston. Oh, was it? Oh, it was okay. definitely not Houston. Okay. We were walking around, and there was a Steinway, a piano store, and we went in, I, and I was uh, banging around on some of the pianos. Some of the pianos in there were like two hundred grand, right? And Elton John didn't own it, right? Or play
1: it. <laughs> Nine hundred thousand. I would have thought it would have been a couple million dollars. Yeah. So interesting. when that was that a an auction? Or yeah, it was he like just, an
0: auction. I'm surprised. Why would Elton John—it's always weird to me when guys sell cool stuff. Like, why is Elton John selling that piano? Does he need the money? I don't think so. I know you say that, but— Imagine if Elton John How's Phil Collins doing these days? Well, he got divorced. I know that.
1: I feel like—I heard Elton John with Howard Stern last summer. You're right. I feel like there was some issue in his life financially.
0: Well, yeah, that's why he went back on tour. You're right. Right. Imagine so, you're Elton John and you run out of money.
1: Imagine you're Elton John and you run out of money and you can make $900,000 <laughs> in two seconds. What about that piano over there? Let's <laughs>
0: get rid of Just that. sell that.
1: The outfit from Candle in the Wind. Yeah. That's got to be a couple hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. I I, I I, think there was some financial issue. I do. Some of these guys, man. My gosh.
0: Here in Elton John also, but it might have been in that same interview where he was talking about, you know, he used to wear f- crazy outfits. Yeah. You know, he would wear that duck outfit one time. He. Dressed in a Dodgers uniform, all filled with diamonds, and he said, "Like watching a guy play the piano was boring. The guy's in a duck suit or something. At least (laughs) now it's something interesting, interesting. something to look at. But it's good though because
1: it gives you an insight into what he was thinking and why he did it. Yeah, because like you, I'm
0: sure you're looking at him like, what the hell are you doing? Now you see why. Right. You're in front of a stadium full of people playing the piano. You better look." You better not be in a t-shirt and jeans.
1: No, yeah, he's not dancing around. Are there? You saw him live, right? I've many never times? seen him live. So I saw Zero him with times. Billy Joel that year when they went on tour together, but we were so far away. I don't even remember. I had to have been in the man mid '90s, maybe. I want to say we saw him at giant stadium, another giant stadium concert, and I don't remember. Is he the type that's running around the stage when he's not on piano? Well, I think he's always on the piano. But does every song have the piano in it? I think so. So I'm Still Standing has the piano. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. I'm still Saturday standing. night's all right for fighting. Does that maybe piano. not have it? No, I think he sits at that piano. Interesting. Because I've seen, I've watched some some stuff on YouTube, even in like uh, the, uh, the peak years. Right. Where he's, uh, yeah, just jamming out on that piano.
1: Hmm. All right. I, How about that, Jerry? He's got his final tour coming up next year. Is that right? We gave away tickets. Do you not remember? Oh, yes. I would go see that, I think. I would, too. I would too. But I like. Him. I don't know that I'm spending 250 dollars on a ticket. Yeah. I just don't.
0: I like that he's like seems ornery now. Also, I like older ornery men.
1: That seems <laughs> to happen to a lot of guys like yourself. Just saying. <laughs> How much do you think the tickets worth for the Bruce concert in 2009? And I only say it because you see what concert tickets you saw cost the, right now.
0: Uh, seventy-five dollars.
1: Yeah. You. It was. It was actually seventy-eight dollars. Nailed it. Jerry. Yep. Nailed it. Which sounds it. cheap to me right now, which is crazy. Yeah.
0: You would love to spend seventy-five dollars on a ticket. Man. Uh, I see the Blue Jays will be allowed to go back to Toronto, Jerry. It's about time. Later this month. They will oh. boomer be allowed to go to Toronto. Mm, I don't know. They're getting a special exemption, the mm. Blue Jays are. To go back to Toronto, do you think they want to go back, or they rather hang out in Florida? I think, well, they, if they were in Florida, they'd
1: like Florida right now. They're in Buffalo, so I would say probably they'd like to be in Toronto. <laughs>
0: what? Do you mean?
1: pay attention to anything? <laughs>
0: now, listen, Jerry. Now that you say it, I remember they're in Buffalo. Holy, but mo- they were in, Dunedin, Eddie, in Florida. New Game, Eddie.
1: <laughs> From now on, can you keep tabs on things in sports
0: that Al is completely clueless on? <laughs> That's not true. It would be a shorter list and easier if we. Did the things he's right about. Like 1980s sports? No, no, no. Current things. Oh, current things. I know. It's more you're fun right. to do it this way, though. No, you're right. I do remember when the Yankees <laughs> okay. played them. They played up in Buffalo. Yes. yes. So we, we talked remember the about guy the walking across
1: the street with the foul ball? Yes. get hit
0: by a car? We talked about visually how it looked a little weird. Yes. Right. Right. So they're going to go back to Toronto I now. think
1: they probably want to go to Toronto. They do. Yeah, but they're in Buffalo. That's true. You want to be in the bigger stadium
0: with yes. more fans, I would think. And Buffalo sounds like it stinks.
1: <laughs> Buffalo, Compared to I, Toronto. I was there once. It was very nice. But I was also there in the fall before it got too cold. So I don't know. I took a job in Buffalo once. and For a day. And then woke up and realized you took a job in Buffalo. Yeah. Could you imagine you in Buffalo? Well, that's
0: what Chris Oliveira, who now runs the the, the cluster here in New York. Um, he I told him I took a job in Buffalo to be the program director of WGR. Wow. And he goes, you do realize... That, like, on on a random Saturday morning, you're waking up in Buffalo, right? <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Maggie's from Buffalo. She loves it. Well, if you're from somewhere, you like, people who aren't from New Jersey don't want to come hang out in New Jersey. Were right. you, we, the Jersey Shore. Were you engaged at the time you took the job? I was not engaged. That would have the been time. great. You married in Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a different path. Do you know what? Because I, I got a contract sent to me to sign. Right for that job, what it paid to... To be the program director? To run the radio station in Buffalo. $34,000. Yeah, it was $40,000. Oh, 40. <laughs> What year? 2003. Was that an intercom station? It at was the at the yeah. time. You know who was? Uh, Andy Roth was yes. up there. I thought he still was. No, he's oh, in, he's in he Cleveland, Cleveland now. That's right. I forgot. Right? So, yeah. And I remember there were bonus, There was a bonus structure, Jerry, for if I had the station at number one, I think I got $1,000. <laughs>
1: That well, listen. When you're ideally. making
0: forty grand, a thousand bucks ain't so bad. That was the right move. And
1: wings. Him telling me, "What well, don't that sounds?" Yeah, I hear you. Cool though to be the boss. Yeah. But that would not have went well for you.
0: But I remember when I went up there, this 2003, 2004. Some of the ideas they liked at the time. The guys that were on the station. I told them I would do no guests and I would eliminate the updates. They were like, "Interesting." Okay. I would have been really popular. Interesting
1: because you were going to save the money. Yeah. Right. That's you. you're perfect for the job, you bastard. <laughs> that would have been like
0: WIP. Then, right? Just up, right. going up there, eliminating positions. IP has guests though. Yeah, they do. Uh,
1: quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up. We'll get you to Boomer in Geo on a manic Monday, as someone once sung back in the day. Right now, on Odyssey Sportsman with Amy Lawrence talking about Alex Cora at the stadium. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. Got a couple more minutes for you until we get to the Boomer and Gio. Yankees beat the Red Sox on Sunday night baseball 9-1. to one. Mets came back on Sunday and beat the Pirates 7-6. No basketball tonight as the NBA
0: Finals resumes tomorrow. I saw Saturday night, Jerry, at the NBA Finals, LeBron James was sitting courtside, and uh, he had a bottle of tequila on his yeah, seat. and I know he can do whatever he wants. That's weird, though. A whole bottle of tequila? Like that. Was he drinking it
1: from the bottle? Some things, I don't know. That just doesn't look weird. right. It means he either bought the bottle at the arena or brought the bottle into the arena, which should not be allowed no matter who you are.
0: They claim uh, he brought the bottle right. into the arena himself, but he's LeBron James. and He can do whatever he wants. I've been listening to country music a lot lately. It's, uh, it's the genre of the summer, Jerry. Right, I know. I've heard you say that. I don't disagree with that. There are so many songs about tequila. Right. Like, it's nonstop. Yes. Tequila this, tequila. And then the other thing with country music, they're all play on words. hmm And to to combine the two, there's a song called Tequila A Little Time With You. But oh, they use tequila. Like, this is what country music is. It's alcohol and dating. It's all about alcohol and and sort of word play. hmm And they combine and a lot the of relationship two. Relationship stuff, something. right? Yeah but it mainly involves around whiskey whiskey and tequila
1: George Thorogood made the alcohol songs popular right bourbon scotch and a beer
0: right one bourbon one scotch one. one beer yes you're right George Thorogood straight up reference I, I drink alone I drink alone
1: that song I know it's a sad song if you listen to it a great song though but he does it rocking style he does and he also he if you're not familiar with different bourbons and
0: alcohols you know them all after that song they say sometimes jerry in songwriting you write sad songs but put it with happy music how or you mm, write happy songs and lyrically make the lyrics sad okay is this, that what
1: you've learned when you've been writing your music
0: I, Well, lot unfortunately i don't write but i did hear bruce springsteen say that once like his song hungry heart for example is like Dee-nee-nee. it's a happy sounding song but it's all about a guy leaving his but he's his very family. lonely
1: and no, right. he
0: leaves his family what he do you abandons
1: them what percentage of artists would you say write about their own experiences as opposed to ones that have songs written for them like a lot of the country songs are written they, for them
0: yeah there's a, like a, this whole group of Nashville writers right that uh, that uh, put out hit song after hit song after hit song but Bruce Springsteen writes his own songs, but as you said, which bothered ah, you, it did, it did. When he said he writes about characters, like Mr. Amis does characters,
1: <laughs> he writes about characters, and
0: he's not necessarily the guy in the song, right? And it's not about it him.
1: You. Well, it did because listening to that music for years and years and years, you think he's writing about personal experiences. When he's talking about driving on Highway 9. You think, wow, this is Bruce when you was 6th Listen and win field-level tickets to see the Yankees and Mariners at Yankee Stadium on August 7th. It's a Jersey Mike's Monday box office blitz until 6 p.m. Exclusively on The Fan, 1019 WFAN and
0: WFAN-FM, New York. Streaming on the Odyssey app. An Odyssey station.